It's a high drive center field. Beerling's back. This game is turned upside down. Pulls it to the air. It's deep to left. Taylor's back at the wall at 700. Hello and welcome to Swing for Contact Baseball Podcast. It is episode 12. It is April 5th, 2023. Opening day has come and gone. We're in the first, past the first series of, of games. We're now into series two, uh, heading into week two of baseball. Uh, some fun headlines coming out of the first weekend of play. First and foremost, huge shout out to Liam Hendricks, who got to ring his bell today for being cancer free. Uh, big news for the Chicago White Sox. Hats off to him. Uh, I can't wait to get the boys' take on Anthony Rendon's situation. Uh, for those of you who may not be aware, Anthony Rendon was suspended for five games, made an appeal, was moved to four games. So he's only going to miss four days of, of baseball without pay, uh, which off of his contract is still a pretty good chunk of change, I would imagine. Uh, don't be bad fans, for starters. But uh, Aiden... Anthony Rendon, go for it. As as a person, whenever you're kind of chirping at players like that, the best thing that can happen for you is get their attention. Sure. That's, that's what you want. I'm not going to say this guy so, so-called won what he wanted, because when Anthony grabbed him, he looked scared as could be. I mean, he was, he was crapping his pants over there. But uh, Anthony kind of gave him what he wanted, not something I really ever expected from Anthony Rendon. Uh, can't do that, man. Just like I get it, can't can't grab a fan, unfortunately. Just just ignore him. I know it's it's hard to do, especially with a lot of the fan bases in the MLB. They go really far sometimes. You just just can't do that. I have a suspension as well deserved. Noah. Um, as a professional chirper myself, uh, the, the, the fan, the fan did a perfect job. Um, if I'm correct, he's a, he was an A's fan, right? Correct. Even better, even better. Um, but yeah, you're a professional athlete getting paid millions of dollars. Be a man, like shut up and walk, walk into your locker room. Like that one fan, if, if he, even continued into to like physical altercation. I would have got him. I don't even know how many games suspended. And I mean, like you said, his it probably wouldn't have hurt him. But like, come on, like, you're getting paid millions of dollars. Can't do that. Good job to the fan, though. Shout out to you. Rendon's uh, lucky he didn't make contact with him. Yeah, it, that, that, that little swipe he made trying to knock his head off. Uh, probably a good thing because that yeah. easily would have doubled that suspension. I would imagine uh, if he had I you know caught his nose or something like that. Um, the other thing that I think you have to look at and maybe put some blame on is the Oakland Coliseum too. Uh, yeah. Cause the fact that you have to go past fans to get into the clubhouses, like you got guys like fans have to like walk past your entryway to go get popcorn. Like if you're sitting in those sections, like it's such a bad design and the fact that it's been a, um, like an in-play area for so long for, for Oakland, like it's kind of just goes to show how janky of a situation that stadium is and why either a new 
place needs to get built or a relocation needs to take place because that's something that should have been fixed a long time ago. It never was even addressed and it's not the first time and it might not be the last time something like that ever happens. So yeah, it's a, you know, as a fan trying to the professional chirpers like Noah, uh, all you want is the attention. You can't give it to them no matter what, because you lose that situation every time. Uh, also on a side note, don't, don't be bad people. Just, just go, go hang out and go share your race. Enjoy the game. But, uh, you know, you're allowed to do what you want to with your ticket, I guess, up to a certain extent. Uh, World Series hangover. Phillies get swept by the Rangers. How many games in a row? Uh, no. uh, 12 now, I think. 12 in a row for the Rangers over the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, the Astros split 2-2 in a four-game set and lost the first two in a game against a series against the Tigers here. Uh, looks like they're going to pull off this uh, third game, but... The World Series hangover remains to be a thing. Uh, it happens, it seems like, every year <laughs> to some extent. But uh, I'm sure the Phillies, they I think they won that first game in New York, right? Uh, the second game. Second game. They okay, so the they finally game. got the snide a little bit. Yeah, they lost today, though. Too. Okay, so they're still feeling a little bit. Which, the Phillies the Phillies started off like 19-30 and 30 last year. They, they were a slow starting team. Yeah, for sure. And I know they did get Trey... But they also lost Reese Hoskins, and he's a big part of that offense. Don't be backpelling on your Phillies hype that you were dishing out two weeks ago. No, I've still got hype for them. I still think they'll finish at the top. I mean, Bryce, Bryce is Bryce will be back sooner rather than later. And I, like I said, they're they're a slow starting team. I I really expect them to turn it up come past one fourth into the season. I mean, what we're seven eight games in. Yeah, we're we're literally like not even worth looking at projections yeah. anything right now uh, another fun story real quick the Baltimore Orioles finally called up top prospect Grayson Rodriguez who again um, Rangers are back in the conversation because he made his uh, start today versus the Texas Rangers and published a pretty nice little five inning uh, one run ball I believe right two, uh, two, run. two run ball um, gonna get the no decision I would, would imagine he's not gonna get pegged with the loss because it's the Rangers, yeah, I, they closed that one out, Boston right? Boston. That one game's yeah. over by now? Yeah, they closed it out. Uh, which, I mean, the two he gave up were only in the first inning. He came out and pitched a really good game after those first two. And Get those starting really nerves was, out. It really started because of the control. And uh, that's that's what they're saying on the broadcast. Is he's he's kind of had control issues, and that's why they've been worried about him. Sure. That, I mean, that's has been his development process. Uh, Anthony Volpe, is he a legit... Shortstop for the Yankees for the foreseeable future. Is he comfortable in the Bronx spotlight? What What's the uh, the take on Anthony Volpe so far? Um, I've been seeing the the Bleacher Creature TikToks of them doing the uh, roll call, and uh, I mean they 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 already love him. Obviously, I mean he's been getting a lot of media coverage and being a rookie and at that specific spot on that specific team. Um, I think he's gonna fit in just fine and. I've honestly didn't even know who he was until spring training this year. My bad, yo, but uh, I think he'll be all right. Uh, I think it's yeah. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. Go for it. I think it's 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 definitely too early to tell. I mean, he's already kind of shown what he can do on the base path. He's already got three stolen bases. He just needs to get on base more, and that that's gonna come. I mean, he's still pretty young. It's his first year in the bigs. They just gotta give him some time. Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's you gotta have uh, some 
real deal at bats and play appearances really get a feel for what a guy's going to do long term. But yeah. this uh, isn't Gallo. This isn't a guy that's supposed to come in and automatically create. Like you gotta you gotta wait a little bit, which Yankees fans aren't the best at doing. I'm just glad that they're finally letting their young guys kind of do their thing yeah. a little bit, and they're playing more of their young guys. Get Oswaldo in there, get Anthony in there, get Torres um, doing his thing. Um, which another AL East team, real quick. The Tampa Bay Rays, the only undefeated team still in Major League Baseball, sitting at five and zero as of recording. Um, I'm sure they have a game today. They might have had a day game today, and their game might be wrapping up. I haven't they checked won. their score. They, they won seven two, so they're now six and zero. Which I mean, they listen. good for them. They played some non-competitive teams. I'm not gonna lie. The Rays are gonna Ray. Jeffrey Springs is still that guy. I hope so. Uh, they've got good good pitching for days. Their bullpen's deep, uh, and right now they're healthy in the lineup. So, you know, as long as you're you're you got to win the game, you're supposed to win, right? And like that's mm-hmm. the majority of the the rule. So, uh, they've got off to a hot start. Good on them. Another team that had a pretty good hot start, and uh, a guy you just mentioned, the Minnesota Twins had a pretty good start. And Joey Gallo is he going to bang in the Midwest? Two home run game Future yesterday. Roger. I hope so, man. He's such a good guy, man. Like, I really want him to come out and hit well, and all these Yankees fans are upset because they're like, well, where was that with us? Well, the the shift that he's been saying has kind of taken him away from the game. It's gone now, other than the outfielder moving up, and he's kind of he's kind of hitting again. So I, I don't know, man. Noah, give me your favorite Joey Gallo memory. Uh, I'll give you my favorite and my worst. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I okay. remember when, no, I'll give you my first, the, the, my favorite. I remember it was the first year in the stadium. It might've been second cause of COVID. I'm not too sure. Um, but the only notable people on that team were him and, uh, Adolis and Joey Gallo. I think he was batting before Adolis. I might be wrong, but I remember they went back to back and then the next rotation of the lineup he hit another home run and i was sitting in right field and they both went over my head like i was sitting pretty far back in right field and they both went over my head um my my worst joey gallo moment is when it was around that trade deadline time and i was like let me go watch joey gallo the only player i know on this team besides adolis and he got freaking scratched from the lineup and traded to the Yankees, and I was mad. The entire, I didn't even get to enjoy myself. I was in the all-you-can-eat section and didn't even go get any food because I was so mad. I think I remember the but, text from that. Yep. <laughs> I think you told me he was scratched. Yeah. I'm like, you're lying, dude. But, yeah. Uh, after watching the White Sox play in Houston, uh, one thing I would like that division to, you know, said a few times the White Sox are the most talented team in that division just a matter of will they be consistent enough to put it all together and, and do it long term uh, Dylan Cease is that guy still Lance Lynn Captain America can still can still deliver Geo looked pretty good in his first start and uh, Clevenger Sunshine he uh, had a solid performance on Sunday as well so if their starting pitching can be consistent in that lineup delivers then Watch out. But I did see that Eloy just got put on the IL for a hamstring. So uh, something to monitor in, in White Sox land. Uh, Which I think... Oh, sorry. No, go for it. I, I think the two most impressive teams to me so far have come out of that division. Like I, I thought the White Sox going and splitting two against Houston was amazing. 
I mean, no one really... We all know that they can be that team, but I don't know if anyone expected them to come out and do that, which Houston obviously just lost to to Detroit. But White Sox, White Sox look really good in that. And then the Guardians kind of put the beat down on the Mariners, man. Like, they were just owning them that series. Yeah, another note on the Mariners, too. Robbie Ray just went down uh, with, an, I think it's an elbow, flexor tendon. Um, something to monitor for them. The Mariners have a lot of young pitching, a lot of starting pitching depth, so I don't know if it's going to hamper them too much. Um, but, you know, that is a former Cy Young and a guy who made over 30 starts for them last year and was um, delivered every five days for them last year. So it'll be something to monitor for the Mariners. The A's had a... Uh, an interesting little storyline too, outside of the Anthony Rendon situation. Um, Fujinami made a weird kind of start where he looked dominant for three innings, two innings, whatever it was. Uh, and then the angels lineup turned over and all of a sudden that dominance was the opposite direction. And the angels went on to put on, I think like seven in that next inning on him. They saw his pitches. Yeah. And so, you know, something that about, a lot of Japanese players that come over at first when they, especially pitchers, like at first they have that dominant streak. Uh, and then a matter of getting it through it a couple of times or seeing, seeing the ball that really well that day. But uh, I thought it was really cool that his mom was in the stands and then he struck so out bad. Mike Trout in like the first inning and she's really excited. I'm like, okay, this is a cool story for him. And uh, then a few innings later, it did not end very well for him, but uh, hopefully that's uh, just some some flashes and not necessarily what's going to be consistent for them. I know the A's are probably banked on him being a, a a sneaky star for them. So uh, we'll see how Fujinami does in his next start coming up. Which uh, I wonder if she chose those seats or if they put her there. Because like, come on, you're the A's. You've got a lot of open spots. I feel like there was a better spot they could have put their starting pitcher's mom. They probably couldn't afford it. Idea. Like, I don't know. I just felt like they could have seated her in a better place. I'm at the uh, A's, by the way. I'm at the organization. Not the organization couldn't afford to put, put her in a better seat? Yeah. I wasn't sure what you meant by that either, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to no, not I, address I it. Yeah. He meant the team. I yeah, I meant the that. team. Just a quick, yeah. Uh. Our boy Sandy Alcantara, complete game shutout in his second game of the season. How many shutouts for Sandy this year? I don't even know, man. It was such a Sandy line, too. He had like five strikeouts. Five stri- he puts the ball in play, and relies on that sinker changeup. Uh, let's say, let's put the over under real quick. Let's say, let's say 7.5. Seven and a half. What did he have last year? Well, Aiden, uh, while I look up that number, how about you talk about something else? Okay, I was going to say. Uh, well, in boot. recent news, <laughs> I think Logan... Oh, is it Ohape or Ohape? I, I don't know. Or is it Ohop? I, uh, I think it's Ohape. Ohape, he just hit his second career home run, I believe, to give the Angels the lead over the Mariners. A second. So that's... Some interesting news from prospect. Uh, Jordan Walker hit his first home run today to give the Cardinals two runs. I believe they're only two runs of the day as the Braves swept them. 
Marlins beat the Twins again behind a really nice day from Jesus Cesardo. Seven innings, only five hits and one earned run with ten strikeouts. If he can if he can keep that up, Marlins pitching is gonna be so freaking good, which we all thought they were gonna be good. But seeing him come out and kind of shove like that is pretty nice. Uh okay, so I I misspoke a little bit. Uh, he has four career shutouts, ten career complete games, and so let's let's set the line. Let's set the line for complete games and not shutouts, and let's go five point five. He can get over that. He had ten last year. He has ten in his career since twenty eighteen. Under. All right, so you know Noah has the under. I'm pulling up his game log right now. He hit six last year. I'm gonna go under two. I don't think he, I don't think he's hitting six this year. Uh, okay, just for funsies, I'll go over. I'll take the over on it. I'll say he gets six again. You guys have the under. Um, Braves news. Uh, opening day. Obviously, they lost Max Freed to a hamstring. Uh, he got placed on the IL. Hopefully, he gets back soon. And did y'all got? Uh, did you guys get to watch? Uh, Kodai Senga's debut with his Ghost Fork. I saw a couple clips. I didn't get to watch the game, though. I didn't either. I heard he had some control issues, but it was a pretty good game from what I, like, heard. Yeah, I think uh, some of the control issues you'll see with, again, like, with him and, like, guys like Fuji, because the ball is a little bit different from uh, the Japan League to the Major Leagues, and so I think those guys getting used to just some of those, I think it's like a slight weight and size difference between the two baseballs. Uh, which is stupid. Just have like a global baseball that everyone uses. Which the uh, big thing with Kodai is uh, he never really pitched a lot of innings in Japan. He didn't go deep into games, and you know they don't pitch as many innings as they do here. So like, if he can, he went five point one. I'm wondering if he can kind of average that throughout a season without ending up on the IL or having to take a couple breaks. That's that's what I want to see from him for this to be a success, successful. Yeah, I'm sure the Mets would probably like to see him probably around 150 innings for the year. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're expecting him to creep into that 200 range. I think they'd be very happy with him at 150. Uh, the Pirates still kind of fun to watch in a weird way. Uh, Brian Reynolds went off. Uh, O'Neill Cruz has hit some absolute missiles to start the year. Um, hey Brian, please pay him. Oh. Hey Brian. Hey him or give him to us. I, I thought you were about to like do a weird transition for Key Brian, but you said Hey Brian, and I was like, I'm not sure what nah, he's talking about. I meant to say Hey, my bad. Uh, Jordan Alvarez and Glaber Torres both have hit their hundred home runs uh, for their careers. Uh, quick note on Jordan: that makes him the fastest Astro ever to 100. Beats the likes of Lance Berkman and Jeff Bagwell. Lance. <sighs> took 452 games and Jordan took 372 games. So a very significant decrease in games for Jordan to get to number 100. How many home runs does Jordan Alvarez hit in 2023? If he stays uh, healthy, 45 plus. 39. Uh, 39. I'm, I'm going to go with a solid 40 because I think he's going to find a little ghost IL, phantom IL time, or maybe the hand injury creeps back in a little bit, so I don't think he'll get up to 50, but uh, I, I think a 40 potential 
bomb season is is due for him. That's why I added the ability. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but on the flip side of the power, the other side of that coin is speed. And there are three dudes with four stolen bases already. Two Baltimore Orioles, Jorge Mateo and Cedric Mullins, and then Miles Straw from Cleveland. Uh, How many does Corbin Carroll have? I believe Carroll has three. Three? Okay. Uh, at the time of writing my notes down, uh, these dudes had four. Uh, and so... On opening day alone, I think uh, the attempts and were almost doubled, but the success rate was more than doubled from yeah. last year. Uh, are you guys excited about more stolen bases in the game, or are you all kind of met on it? Makes the game more exciting. Yeah, it makes it more exciting, but when, like, I mean, like Jonah Hahn popped up and, and uh, threw someone out today for a double play, but yeah, when I'm... Yeah, when we're on the when my team is on the on defense, I hate it, but you know, it does make the game more exciting. So there's a lot going uh, on because you got like yeah. a guy running, a guy throwing, a guy catching a ball, a guy throwing a guy a ball. drinking a beer and a, eating a hot dog with you the got baby somebody swinging right. potentially. Yeah. Like there's a lot going on in like a span of like three seconds, and so uh, there's a lot that can go right and a lot that can go wrong. Is there anything better than a inning ending double play strike them out throw them out in baseball? Walk offs. Okay. Fair. Yeah. That might be the only thing though, right? I mean dollar hot dog not. Oh, gosh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh Brian which, Anderson uh, go ahead. We which the Rangers haven't gotten to steal many bases because we got to play uh, JT Romuto and Adley Rutschman our first two games, so we haven't got to you know be on the happy side of stolen bases yet. Uh, I was at a game. I was at the Astros game last night, and one of our faster dudes got on base and immediately got picked off. And I was like, "Well, okay, this is excellent. Uh, there might be no more better, like no more of a worse buzzkill than getting picked off at first compared to the highs of getting a stolen base right now." So, Garrett Cole got Trey Turner today on a pickoff. Yeah. I was, mm. uh, don't hear mm. Trey Turner getting picked off that much. Another note on Mateo and Mullen from Baltimore, they also have multiple home runs, and so those guys are stealing bags and hitting bombs. So good yeah, on them. I don't, I don't I wouldn't take that to heart. The Orioles just kinda own us. And Mateo got both his on us on back to back Uh let's talk about some standout guys real quick. So uh We've got a little player of the week segment that I think we're going to try to do consistently throughout the year. And uh, I'll get to those two winners here in a second. But uh, you guys threw out some names to me and I wanted to get some thoughts on it. Uh, Brian Anderson and Will Smith, the first batters in the league to reach 10 RBI. Uh, Not the two names I would have thought to get to 10 RBI first. So, uh, what do y'all, what, any, any thoughts on Brian Anderson coming out of nowhere to get some sneaky RBIs early on? I mean, on? is this going to be like, a, oh, he started off hot and it fades, or is he going to keep it up because he has a 500 batting average, has three home runs. He's tied for second and first through the four main hitting stats. OPS is 1.621. Like you said, 10 RBIs, three home runs, and a 500 average. Is it going to fade as we go throughout the season? Or is he going to stay hot and just be this kind of breakout dude? 
Uh, hopefully a breakout dude. Uh, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. You got to sit there and wait for it. Yeah, Brian Anderson, when I, he was coming up with the Marlins, uh, like he was a good player, but he was never like, yeah, he never had like that breakout year where he became like a star player. And everyone was kind of waiting on it. And so it'd be kind of interesting to see if maybe he does it this year. Aiden, what, what do you got? A lot of Marlins fans I talked to last year, they were like 50-50 on him. Like a lot of them really loved him, and then a lot of them really hated him. Uh, now he's coming out, and he's playing one of the Marlins' like key opponents, the Mets, and he's shrieking against them. I mean, I'd love to see Brian Anderson do good with the Brewers. I'd like to see the Brewers do good in general. I just thought that was a pretty cool story. And uh, Will Smith, we all know he hits well. Like that, that to me isn't as surprising. He's he's top three catcher, and he rakes. So. Yeah, he had some issues getting the ball out of his glove, uh, trying to run down some base stealers. But uh, yeah. I think actually it was Corbin Carroll. Like he went, Corbin stole second, then stole third, and neither time Will Smith got the ball out of his glove clean, uh, bobbled it both times. So what Will Smith brings to you for the bat, I think maybe you still lose a little bit on the glove with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also is likely to win the silver slugger for the catching position. So I think sometimes you, you trade that off for what you get with him. Which Corbin is probably the fastest man in baseball. Oh, so yeah. Like, I'm, hard for any catcher to get him. you have to be clean in order to get him. And I think some of that just kind of get into his head and starts moving a little bit too quick. But uh, just a note. Uh, Matt Chapman hitting 579 in his first 19 at-bats. Matt Chapman coming off a kind of a, a weird year last year after being in Toronto for the first time. Uh, he's playing in a walk year. His contract ends at the end of the season, uh, be a free agent upcoming. And starting off the year, batting almost 600. So uh, Matt Chapman's trying to get off to a great start as well. Uh, looking at the pitching side of things, uh, Shane Bieber made his second start of the season, 12 innings. Uh, of, I believe, two earned runs so far this year has really held guys off the base pass. Luis Castillo made his second start of the season. He's at 11 and two-thirds innings and has zero earned runs in his first two starts. Uh, He usually starts off slow, too. It's really nice seeing him come out and start off hot. Yeah, I don't want him to be hot too long in the AOS, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Because he's a guy that he's one of those dude who hasn't won a Cy Young that could easily find his way into the conversation for a Cy Young. Their rotation's crazy, man. Like, I really, I'm really high on Logan Gilbert. I'm more of a George Kirby kind of guy. Uh, but yeah, both of those young kids could uh, could turn some heads. And then another shout-out for the Pirates, because why not? The Pirates are fun. Uh, David Bednard, the closer for the Pirates, uh, starting the year three for three in saves with a .67 whip and five punchies in his first three appearances. So I think he's the uh, he's the only closer right now that has three saves to start the year. So get on him starting the year in high leverage moments, getting the job done, doing it in Boston of all places too. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, but there's two names that I, I didn't mention with the with the bat and with the the pitching. Um, Players of the week time, and uh, I, you guys didn't really like fight me on this, so I, I guess we're okay with with these two guys. Uh, yeah, I've, I think Brian Reynolds has easily been the best guy so far, and then Sandy, of course, had the complete game shut up. So, yeah, the reason I, I I wanted to give it to Brian um, over a guy like Brian Anderson, because I know you rattled off Brian Anderson stats, and they're like he's leading or top three and everything, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
I thought give the nod to, to Reynolds. Just he's got a few more at bats, and then he's playing that center field position very clean. Uh, and then what he's doing, I just thought from an on base percentage and slugging percentage with a few more ABs from your center field defense. Go ahead and give the nod to uh, the Pirates while they can while they're playing good baseball. So I don't know how many times we'll get to do that down the stretch, to be honest. <laughs> so Brian Reynolds, 21 at-bats, 9 hits, 4 home runs, 6 RBI. No stolen bases yet, but I bet that's coming soon. Uh, with a triple stole one today. Uh, if he did, I didn't see it. And so when I wrote this down, he didn't have any. But if he has one, then I'll be sure to add one to his count. Uh, 429, 455, 1.48 for a 1.503 OPS. Brian Reynolds absolutely killing it, trying to get paid. Uh, and then Sandy obviously had his complete game shutout in his second start, but his overall look, 14 and two-thirds innings with a 1.84 ERA, six hits, three earned runs, a 0.75 whip, opponents hitting 130 so far against him. So Sandy is still doing Sandy things. Coming off that NL Cy Young, like it's still last season. So that's your Swing for Contact podcast players of the week. Any predictions for week two? Uh, just give me a throw out a name real quick. Who you got for next week? You think? Adolis. Adolis Garcia about to pop off. Aiden, who you got? Been hot. Uh, I like CJ Crone right now. CJ Crone. Let's see if CJ Crone can can step it up a little bit and take a spot. Uh, you guys both went non-pitchers, so I'm going to throw out a pitcher name. Uh, let's go something random and give me... Uh, what pitcher do I want? I want Freddie Peralta to be... I want him to go, hey, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are good, but I'm also that guy, and Freddie Peralta is going to throw like an eight-inning performance with like 12 strikeouts or something like that. Uh, that'd be fun. So going into uh, next week or the rest of this week series, uh, any games that are on the calendar that you guys have circled? Um, let's see. Uh, New York's coming into town. That'll be a fun one for uh, to watch uh, for Texas. Um, I'm trying to think. Who do the Astros have coming up? The Astros are about to go on a road trip to the Twins, so they're continuing an AL Central run, uh, and they won't be back in Houston until. Uh, you guys come down to Houston for that game. Yep. I'm uh, ready to see I, the uh, Rangers Cubs games. Cubs yeah, those are would be fun. a sneaky good team. Uh, Rangers are gonna, of course, try to bounce back from this Orioles series, not the way we wanted to go. That could be a really fun series. Uh, you got Cleveland and Mariners playing uh, this Friday, Saturday. Uh, Again. Okay. The Padres and Braves are suiting up. Uh, like they'll be on Apple TV on Friday. That's a game I to watch. Like uh, <laughs> the Angels <laughs> and Blue Jays could be interesting. Uh, and then on Sunday, to cap off the weekend, the Sunday night game on ESPN is Padres Braves uh, with it's like Seth Lugo versus Dodd from Atlanta. I'm not. I don't know a whole lot about Dodd. I'm going to have to look up some information on him. I need to stream that one. Yeah, we might need to might need to do something for that game. So that's the seven o'clock. That's the six o'clock Central Time ESPN game. Padres Atlanta, two really good teams, a potential NLCS matchup. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, it's the only games that are like catching my eye as like 
really fun matchups. Angels, Blue Jays, yeah. Dodgers, D-backs, Padres, Braves. Those are the three series I'll probably keep an eye on this weekend. I do want to... I've been talking about this quite a lot recently. I kind of want to give a shout-out to the Rangers bullpen. 24.2 innings, two earned runs to start off the year. And this was a bullpen that was not that good last year. We had lost a lot of close games. And that's just what I really have liked to see so far. Just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Texas Bullpen. Yeah, I know and I that was... I want to bring something up. Go for it. Quick. Uh, I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite childhood players, Elvis Andrews, guys, 2000 hit. Hey! Congratulations. Finally, I was waiting on it in Houston, but he couldn't hit the ball. But yeah. Sorry, nobody could. Hits for... <laughs> 2,000 hits for Elvis. Congratulations. Um, one of my favorite players growing up. Probably most memorable. So, yeah. That's a good Pretty career cool milestone stuff. for him. I don't think a lot of people like talked about Elvis being a guy that would get to 2,000 hits, but you got to play at a high level for a long time to get to that level. Yeah. So that, That's a good shout-out. Like, that, unfortunately. Like, everyone was talking about milestones about to be hit, and I kind of commented on it because no one put... Elvis anywhere on their list. Hey, so honorable mention player of the week, Elvis Andrews for his 2000th hit. You, you don't get the nod over Brian Reynolds, but the honorable mention for the week goes to Elvis. Congrats, buddy. Trophies in the mail. Heck yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that puts us uh, at about 30 ish minutes here. So we, uh, we're at about time. We can start wrapping this thing up. Any last second news before uh, we close out? Um, I just read that one of Babe Ruth's bats got sold for like 1.8 million, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wow! And there's a new record. That. I saw that too. It, yeah. Uh, whatever it sold for is a new record. Yeah. Congratulations, Babe Ruth. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it from old uh, old Park Dog over here, man. Hey, what you got? I I think I'm good too, man. All right, to close it off, uh, the Astros finally decided to hit the ball over out of the infield. We had more extra base hits today than we had the first six games combined. So about freaking time the bats woke up in Houston. Uh, that's how I'll end it for that. So uh, thanks for listening to uh, this episode of Swing for Contacts podcast. We'll be back next week with some more series recaps and more news. Uh, try to bring you all the baseball information we can. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter for all of our live updates. Uh, Find us on YouTube for all of our video uploads. More stuff coming soon. Aiden, the show 23 ranked co-op streams. It's coming soon. Coming soon. Hopefully this Friday, maybe. Yep. Celebrate Good Friday with us over on Twitch. More on that on the social media posts. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. I'm not going to be on the Good Friday. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, y'all go, y'all go celebrate Good Friday. Shout out Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. All right, go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. If you're, uh, I don't know where to go from from that. Honestly, no, you you totally just. I threw, got you. Uh, threw me off. Stream us on YouTube, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music. We're everywhere. You can find us. Go follow our social media. Uh, 
accounts, just swing for contact, you'll find us. Um, go check out our website, uh, go buy some merch, um, and yeah, we're going to close it out. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Actually, Tim Britton just tweeted, Mets announced that Justin Perlander's follow-up imaging showed reduced oh. inflammation in his shoulder. Hey, so, JV will be back soon. Be I just had the best outro ever, and you just kind of just rain on my parade, man. Whatever. All right. Don't <laughs> rain on his parade.